All right, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Tony back again for another NFL draft preview. This talk about something that your girl don't have, and that's edges. All right. Okay, everybody. Look, we're talking about the edge rushes this time. We talked about defensive line in our previous video, starting it off with the defense. So we're just going to throw these out because the edge rushes in this draft is literally 10 of them that are good. Now, I'm going to give you the five that I want on my squad if they're sitting there at eight. But I know the Falcons and they're not going to do it just because that's what we do. So let's start off with Trayvon Walker from the championship Georgia Bulldogs. And yes, champions. Six foot five, 275 pounds. Again, he played along two of the other guys I mentioned in my previous video. And I think it's just insane that this guy is regarded as the third or fourth best defensive player in the draft, possibly even the fifth best in the draft. Because when you're talking about the Bulldogs defense, you talk about Jordan Davis at first. And then you talk about Devontae Wyatt. Then you might throw out, you know, Kobe Dean, we'll talk about later. And then you talk about Trevon Walker, which is ridiculous because he plays interior and edge. He's he's more prolific on the edge, but he can swing inside and hit them gaps, which is something that I think is one of his strong suits. Recognizing the offensive line and their movements he knows what he has to do to get to the quarterback. Just watch the Michigan game. Watch the Alabama championship game. Watch any other game besides the SEC title game, and you'll see what I'm talking about. He basically had his way with the offensive lines. Day one starter, most definitely. Top five pick, most definitely. Overall pick, it's a strong possibility. I would not be surprised if he was not number one. But again, the these five guys I'm about to talk about, any of them can be the top pick. Now, he was regarded as one of the top defensive players in 2022. Listen, again, listed at 275 pounds, I think he might bulk up a little bit more closer to 300, which I think will be better for him because not only would that improve his strength, which is no slight against him, but going to the next level, he has to do one thing, and that is get stronger. Just with the all guards and the tackles in the NFL, they're stronger than these, these guys you played against. Even though you played in the SEC, this is still this is the next level up. I need him to get stronger. His football awareness, though, is one of his strong suits. He can call out plays like a linebacker does, and he can help his teammates realize what's going on. And that's one of the reasons I have him at, you know, the first guy I want to talk about. I want to put him as the number one overall pick. But I want him to fall down to eight. I don't think it's going to happen. I think this guy will be a top five pick. Um, but besides that, his weaknesses, besides, I don't know. It's just he's solid, top to bottom, day one start. Let's go on to another one of the guys that a lot of people were talking about, and that's Adrian Hudson from the University of Michigan. The only the, the reason I didn't want to talk about him first is he was getting so hyped throughout the college his college career. What he did against 
uh, Ohio State, outstanding. But then to come to Georgia in a playoff game where he was needed and pretty much disappeared. And that's causing that's giving me a pause on is he just relying on his skill and athleticism or is he a good football player? Now you got to understand Hudson in the, in the game against Georgia was going against Sawyer, who's the fifth best offensive guard in, in the draft right now. If you're the number, if you're supposed to be talking about the number one pick and you can't get past the fifth rated guard, I think that kind of hurt his, his stock with other teams. But, I mean, we can't discount what he did at Michigan. 14 uh, sacks, domination of Ohio State, who was clearly the better team this year. But Hutchinson had his way with him. He can also stand his ground. I think – but with him doing that, he has – if he gets into his head, and I think that's what happened against Georgia, he couldn't figure out Sawyer. And I think that's the problem. If they would switch him – to the other side, I think he might have had a, you know, I think he would have been better for him. He did have a couple pressures in the game, but it was too little too late. And I think his weakness is he's relying too much on his power. I really think that he's he's rough. He's got some edges he needs to literally um, grind, like – Give him some skills. I think he needs to work on just more than his bull rush. I need him to do a swim move. I need to spin out of him every now and then. Something to keep the offensive lineman off balance. But I still would not be mad if we got him. I want Walker more, though. So let's go on to the next guy, who, again, was just talked about as being the first pick in the draft. Kayvon Thibodeau. And, yes, I finally got a name right. I need some kind of applause. Edge from Oregon. He's his strength is his explosiveness and his speed. Period. Watch him play. If he beats you to the outside, your quarterback is going down. That's not even up for debate. While that is impressive, he registered 12 sacks and I think 24 tackle for losses from 19 through 20. He did have an ankle injury which slowed him down in 21 but he still finished with seven sacks. Last I heard, his ankle injury is fine. I don't see that hindering him in the problem, even if it does. Ankle braces, keep moving. He's a very big guy. He's 6'5", 254 pounds, a little light in the tuchus. Not worried about that. He needs that for his speed. Another one of his strengths is his first step is, if, is by far the fastest I've seen out of any edge rusher in a long time, which is impressive. Now, he, I will say he routinely for, forces the lineman backwards. But, again, the same thing with Hutchinson. He's going to have to work on his skill set and not rely on just one thing because, as we all know, once that offensive coordinator figure out what you're good at, like Bill Belichick does, they're going to take that away from you, and then you're going to have to improve your game, Baker Mayfield. So, <laughs> with all that being said, again, these first three guys plug and play. Period. Day one starters. In fact, all five of these could be plug and play, depending on how bad you, you know, your defense is, like the Falcons. So, with that being said, Thibodeau shouldn't make it out the first round. I think all my, I th honestly think all five of my air rushes will be picked in the first round. 
So let's go on to a guy I'm really high on. Jermaine Johnson II from my brother's alumni, Florida State. I'm not doing the chop. I told him I would. I'm not. I just can't. Now, this is a guy I honestly, if we don't get Walker, I want this guy. Now, during his college career at Florida State, he played with his hand in the dirt. He stood up over the tackle. Also, little known fact, he did start his career at Georgia, so he does have a little bit of pedigree in his blood. But he didn't get on the scene and explode until he went to Florida State. Now, he switches effortlessly between defensive formation, 3-4-4-3. He's fine in either one of them. Put him anywhere on that line, he'll be fine. He is a very athletic pass rusher with size and speed, kind of like the other guys I mentioned. I don't think he's as polished as Hutchinson. I don't think he's as strong as Walker, but I think he does give you the package that they give you, but maybe a little step back. Um, during his time at Georgia, he was never really a consistent starter. He, I think he only started four games, if I remember, but got the FSU, totally blowed up. Day one starter. But of course, so a couple of his weaknesses, I think his play calling recognition, I think he's fooled a little bit on sweeps where he tries to go inside instead of keeping the outside contained. That can be cleaned up. But again, it's nothing really you can say about these guys that is going to discourage you from taking them. Now, number five, the fifth guy I want to talk about. He was the first pick starting the year. George. Here we go again. Carla Fittis. Don't at me. I don't care. I mess up names. From Purdue. He is big. He is explosive. He is powerful. And as a true freshman, he had seven and a half sacks in 19. But he only posted two sacks in 2020, which is kind of kind of makes you want to step back for a minute. Now, he did have an injury in October and he missed the rest of the season, which I think is why his draft status failed so quickly. But for his size, he moves incredibly well and he could be found chasing down oppositions, you know, from anywhere. The only thing I would like to see him do, I would like to see him again, as he chases down competition, don't chase them. I want him to keep them in front of him. So even if he can't get them, his teammates can come and help. The only weakness I see really is how is he going to come off of this injury? Is he going to be the same explosive player or is he, is that injury going to be a hindrance for him? I think he should be fine. Again, my five. We also got uh, Hutchinson's running mate, Ajabo. You got Drake Jackson, who I'm high on. You also got uh, Maffei from Minnesota and the guy from Penn State. I can't pronounce his last name. Arnold E. That's what we're going to call you. Um, but before that, yeah, I mean, all these guys, I think can be drafted. So make sure you drop that like, make sure you subscribe to our page and then come back again. where we'll be talking more defense. Hello.